All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's that time once again. It's time for the world-renowned On Track with Zach. If I'm not mistaken, this is Season 1, Episode 8. Mr. Zach himself, he's been on vacation, so now he's back. Ladies and gentlemen, Zach. It's your boy! <laughs> They've gotten used to it. I'm no longer getting dirty looks. Yeah, it's a thing I'm now. just good at hiding it. <laughs> it's a thing. I got the younger generation saying it. It's a thing now. I'm doing some things. Today, I'm joined by Taryn. She's back for once. <laughs> oh, Are did you I say that loud? me? Oh, did I say that? This is so awkward. Rude. Did I say that loud? And we're also joined by Lyndon. This an is OG? her last episode mm. here. So that means she's not Aww. an OG anymore. She's going back to Baylor. We're she's not going to play that up. sound effect. Nope. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. Is there some sort of sound effect? I don't know. Is there a sad sound effect? Like, uh, How about crickets? Because we don't care. <laughs> Dang. Tapping into some hearty. That's her, and it's not a cute look on you, sis. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. I don't right. think that was the right one. Okay. That's okay, though. That's okay. <laughs> All right. But we are joined today by Taryn and Lyndon. Like I said, this is her last time here, so we'll try to make it a good one. But before we hop into today's episode, I have, of course, our annual question. That I asked. And this one's annual. Little, is it not? A, oh. Annual is a once a year thing. First off, I majored in biology. But <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I said that, I was like, that don't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my baby doll. But anyways, today's question that I have for you guys is, and this is kind of a silly question, so, but I want you to run with it. If you had a million dollars, but one day to use it all or you lose it all, what you getting? I'll start off with Lyndon. Million dollars. Oh, man. You don't have to give me an exact list. Like, give me, like, an estimate of things. Okay. I'm buying... And don't say something stupid, like, a million Starbursts. Like, don't say nothing dumb. <laughs> what? I'm investing it all, period. No, I'm just kidding. That's not what I'm doing. <laughs> I, was like, I don't think that's going to cut it. <laughs> I'm kidding. First of all, <clears throat> I'm going to pay off the mortgage for my parents. I know that's right. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about that. Um, me either. I'm putting that on my list. <laughs> Bless you. And then I'm going to buy myself a house. In a car, all cash, period. And then um, I'm going to buy a car for my dad. And Bl- then. Bless you. <laughs> He's secretly sliding in the 20s. And, <laughs> and then I'm going to fix up my mama's house. Mm. Just how she wants it. And I'm going to get her a pool. And then I'm going to donate the rest. If you have any left, I was about to go. Say, I have a million dollars. five dollars. Stay billion. blessed. Right. I said a million, my guy. Whatever. $20. Y'all use it all. Uh, Taryn, million dollars. Use it or lose it? First of all, I'm paying off my house. So I don't have a mortgage anymore. And then, I'm, I really need a new car. I'm going to buy So I'm going to buy a car. <laughs> You're so paid. And then, and then I'm going to slide a little cash mama's way so she can fix up, the, you know, what she wants to fix up. And then I'm going to slide a little cash daddy's way so that he can get a date car for mama and them. And then I'm going to get them an all expense paid trip so they can celebrate their 30th how it should have been celebrated. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Bless you. No, she wouldn't have done that if I yes. had said what I said. <laughs> no, you have no idea. Somebody's lying. <laughs> 
But I'll use that question to jump right into today's episode. What I'm talking about today is called the pride of life. And you may be hearing that like, what is that? Right. And so at first, whenever I was looking into it, I was a little confused myself. Like, what is it talking about? But after doing some research, the best way that I could find to describe it is the empty arrogance of making a living or living with arrogance. Right. And this is such an important concept because it's actually talked about in the Bible. In 1 John 2, 16, it says, for the world offers for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These things are not from the Father, but are from the world, right? And so the first question I have for you guys, and we'll talk about this one because it's a, it's a loaded question, is what are your thoughts on that, pride of life? Like, wh- what do you think of when you think about pride of life? And ha- give me some s- specific, ooh, specific scenarios and areas where you've seen it displayed in our society and culture. I'll go, Lyndon. This is your last episode. You 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 should be Step the most talkative. The oh yeah. man, I gotta really think about this. Go ahead, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I think I was expecting you to say we saw it in Miami. I just see just like a lot of insecurity because they're pouring all of their identity in what they have on the outside. Like they want so badly to be seen of value that they just walk around wearing. They think they're wearing their value. So I just see a lot of insecurity and kind of like emptiness too. Mm, I like that. Landon, what about you? What this concept of pride of life, like how have you seen it displayed in our society? Um, I would agree with Taryn. Definitely. It's more of like finding your identity in the outward appearance. And yes, it's really does leave you empty. Like it's just like so pointless. And then it makes me think of Ecclesiastes and just how literally just ink, eat, drink, and, like, be merry because that's all they have to live for kind of thing. Um, And it's really depressing. It's a depressing way to live when you think about it, like, just, like, no hope and just pointless. Um, But also social media is a big thing, too, like, just putting on a facade that everything is so perfect and just, you know, it's just, that's what I think of is just social media when I think of that. I like that. I like that. You know, something about it, too, that I think is the biggest thing about the whole topic of the pride of life is the fact that, like the Bible talks about, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. I think that whenever you wrap up your identity in these things, the reason why it's so dangerous is because of the fact that it's fleeting. Like, it doesn't last. Like, you know, you see people like, oh, you know, I want to be beautiful. There's nothing wrong with wanting to look your best and be beautiful. But how many beautiful 90-year-olds do you know? Mm. <laughs> like real talk like i'm not saying like that's not that's a bad thing or anything but as you get older you know things start sagging that's life right mm. like and it's true like those things even possessions and achievements like the as time goes on the more those things lose their value the more they lose that 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 emphasis that they had on them at first right and so even when talking about this, you know, a lot of times whenever we talk about like the pride of life and nice things and everything like that, the narrative is made that, you know, God is like, oh, he doesn't want us to live happy, right? Like being Christians, we're supposed to sell everything, live in a shack and just talk about Jesus. And obviously we're to talk about Jesus, but that's not true, right? That the narrative that, you know, we're supposed to live this, this life in the mountains like monks and, you know, we're not supposed to be happy. Everything's supposed to be downcast and gloomy. We can't have nice things. That, that's not true, right? Because even in Jeremiah 29, 11, God, he says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you future and a hope, right? Like God is not some some grouchy God up there in mountains who 
who doesn't want you to be happy or anything like that. And even if you look at biblical examples of people in the Bible, like Solomon, he's one of the richest people to ever live. Like Solomon had it nice, right? Not even Solomon, but Daniel. Daniel in his position in Babylon, he was one. Of the, he had one of the highest ranking positions in Babylon. Daniel had it nice as well, right? And Joseph, Joseph was the second most powerful person in Egypt besides Pharaoh himself. But I think the thing that separates these individuals from people who, who have nice things is they're controlled by their nice things, right? Like my mom, she always talks about this, how there's nothing wrong with having nice things. There's nothing wrong with owning nice things, you know, and possessions and all that. But do they own you, right? And that's at the end of the day, whenever you allow your, your things and how you look and what you have, whenever those things own you and they're identifiers of who you are, that's when the problem comes in because that's, that's all you are, right? If you take away those things, what are you? You don't know. They're not there anymore, right? And so question number two that I have, and we'll start with Taryn this time, is how do you see young people struggle with their identity being found in their status, achievements, and possessions? How do you see it in our culture for younger people? How do you see that? How do I see it displayed? Um, I think what Lyndon said is major. Like, I see it on social media, um, just the pictures that they post and even people who don't post, you know, they're not savvy with social media. I see it like when I'm, you know, going to work downtown, I see it in the clothes they wear. I see it in, I don't know, the stories they tell. I see the cars they drive. Um, yeah, that's how I see it. I like that. I like that. Lyndon, what about you? How do you, how do you see people, young people who, find their their identity and what they may have in their possessions and achievements and whatnot um I would definitely agree with Taryn and I think especially in college I see it in a lot of like um brands and like what people wear and the things that people drive um and definitely with social media too um followers and the amount of likes you get and it's really easy to get caught up in that though like it's it's definitely easy to find your identity in that and just like find your likability and all that stuff but that just it's just so pointless honestly yeah yeah and I this is an honest question for the two of you have you ever find yourself getting into that that habit of trying to acquire possessions, acquire things, trying to do that? Do you ever see that in your own life? Yeah, for sure. I I remember working at one job, like, everybody was driving Range Rovers <laughs> and Lexuses, and I'm pulling up in my 2006 Girl. Toyota, and, your little tink tink. and I was like, okay. <laughs> and they're wearing their Golden Goose and Louis Vuitton, and I'm like, bet that, and... That was, I didn't realize that I struggled with, like, comparison and all that stuff until then. Um, but you know what? I Pearl is doing me right. Pearl <laughs> is my car. I don't know who Pearl is. Pearl is, like, 16 years old. <laughs> but she be. is cute, and she is pushing it, okay? I am very proud of Pearl. And I just definitely, I had to pray about that. I mean, I feel like in some way, shape, or form, everybody's going to struggle with comparison, like, mm-hmm. forever, honestly. But um, it's definitely something you can overcome, and especially with the Lord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Taryn, is this something that you struggle with, the idea of pride of life, trying to acquire things that don't last? 
Yeah, I definitely struggle. Like what Lyndon said, we worked that same job at the same time. <laughs> um, and just seeing the people who are coming in and what they have on and kind of like who they respected were the ones who wore those things and drove those cars. And honestly, I'll be real raw and transparent with y'all. I struggle a little bit just in being single because I feel like guys are very like visual like. Yeah. And so I do struggle with the line between like tending to my temple and then also like adorning my temple too. Like, and so I have to make sure that I'm not pouring my identity on what's on the outside, like still, you know, take care of yourself. But like, that's not my identity. Trying not to wrap my identity in what I have on. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the biggest thing. And I'll, I'll wrap it up with saying this, you know, I think a lot of people, especially younger people in our society, they have an identity issue. Right. Like it's yeah. like, who am I? Right. And they're defined by what they have on, what they drive, what, what school they go to, all those type of things. But as believers, we're to find our identities in Christ, you know, and that's easy to say, but it's true. Like read the Bible and you'll find out what God has to say about you. And that's where your identity should be. So I wrap it up there. Thank you for joining me for another episode of On Track with Zach. It oh. is so good to be back. Okay, I just wanted to mention real quick in the glossary, Pearl is actually a 2008 Toyota Avalon. Shout out to the haters. What did I say? Yeah, no, no, no. You just didn't say a car. You didn't. You didn't say a car. So hey, if you want to contact Zach, you can reach him at yaboyzachis at gmail dot com. Y a b o y z a c i s at gmail dot com. Yaboyzachis at gmail dot com. Be blessed.